and welcome to the Roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It's Tuesday, January 17th, and I'm Joey Pizzolatto, joined by Amanda Harris and Riley Wolfbauer. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending January 13th, 2023. In general economic news, U.S. inflation continued to cool in December. The overall consumer price index fell 0.1% from the prior month, but remained up 6.5% from a year ago. Easing inflation may allow the Fed to downshift to a quarter point hike at their meeting ending February 1st, but further interest rate hikes are expected before the Fed pulls back. In auto news, electric vehicle sales will likely continue to grow in 2023, but at a slower pace compared with the last two years, according to Bloomberg analysts. Globally, more than 40 million EVs are expected to be on the road by the end of the year, up from the current 27 million. EVs are one of the fastest growing segments of the global energy transition, representing about 3% of the global vehicle fleet, up from less than 1% at the end of 2020. In auto finance news, bank's fourth quarter earnings results painted a mixed picture of auto lending conditions as financiers prepare for a potential recession and deteriorating credit performance. Chase Auto's managed loan and lease portfolio sat at $80.5 billion, down 7% year-over-year, largely driven by a drop in lease outstandings. Origination volume was flat on a linked quarter basis at $7.5 billion, but down 11.8% year-over-year. Chase is preparing for, a mild res- for mild recessionary conditions as delinquencies ticked up in Q4, landing at 1.01% of the portfolio compared with 0.75% in Q3 and 0.12% a year ago. Still, the bank's allowance for loan losses held steady. Allowance for credit losses was $715 million, or a coverage ratio of 0.93%, unchanged from Q3, but up from a 0.84% coverage ratio in Q4 2021. Net reserve build at the bank climbed $1.4 billion in Q4. Chase expects delinquencies to normalize to pre-pandemic levels by the middle of the year and charge-offs to tick up about six months later. Amanda, what's going on with Bank of America? Sure. Um, so like we mentioned, they're kind of mixed results so far um, for the quarter of the couple banks that have reported so far. So Bank of America actually grew their auto portfolio, um, and that's despite pretty much an intentional pullback in consumer lending that the bank has done for a number of years. Um, So right now, about 44% of all loans and leases uh, are consumer lending from the bank, um, and that's down from 47% in 2019 and 67% back in 2009. So they've definitely been pulling back on their consumer side of things, um, probably just with the conditions and everything. That's really not their bread and butter right now. We've seen banks pull back on auto for a couple of quarters um, and in consumer vehicle lending overall. So the same thing happened here, um, except for now, they're focusing a little bit more on their auto business as a piece of their consumer. So while they're pulling back overall in consumer, their auto business actually doing pretty well. Uh, their yield's pretty strong there. So that could, you could extrapolate, that might be a reason, um, but they're doing pretty well in auto. So their outstandings are up about 2% sequentially and 6.8% year over year. And they did have an increase in originations as well of about 15.3% sequentially and about flat year over year. So not too much of a decline, which is kind of different from some of the other banks that we saw specifically had a decline in originations and outstandings in their auto book. So um, the bank also, like you mentioned, everyone's kind of preparing for these mild recessionary conditions to come. So credit performance 
normalizing to pre-pandemic levels. Delinquencies also did tick up a little bit. Allowance for loan losses are, you know, not too, too, too crazy, but they did have a credit loss reserve build during Q4, just again in line with that kind of recessionary approach to their reserves or rebuilding them. Um, with that in mind, that credit performance is going to normalize and then potentially deteriorate past that point, given everything that's going on. Um, same thing that we kind of mentioned and we'll probably see happening as we cover more earnings. Um, yeah, that's kind of what's going on in Big America. So similar story. Great. Thanks, Amanda. And Riley, what's going on at Wells Fargo? Yeah, Wells Fargo saw a decline in originations and in their overall auto portfolio. Um, Wells Fargo Auto's total managed portfolio came in at $54.3 billion, which is a 5.2% decrease year over year and 1.5% decrease um, from Q3. Um, as far as originations, the origination volume came in at $5 billion, which is a 7.4% decrease sequentially and a 46.8% decrease from Q4 2021. 46.8% um, obviously sounds like a humongous decrease, but that's coming down from Wells Fargo's record high that they set in Q4 2021. Um, that record high was set at $9.4 billion. Um, further into originations, uh, the chief financial officer during the call, Mike Santamassimo, said that their new vehicle originations surpassed used vehicle originations in the fourth quarter. And that is ref a reflection of credit tightening actions that they've implemented at the bank and um, higher new vehicle sales growth compared to the growth in um, used vehicles as used vehicle values have been uh, so high. Um, looking at their auto loan net revenue, um they uh the revenue declined 2.4% sequentially and 12 point and 12% year over year um which is driven by loan spread compression and rising interest rates and as i said also with their um credit tightening actions that they're taking um as amanda said with bank of america wells fargo is also seeing a worsening performance in credit and consumer credit. Um, the rate of auto loans 30 plus days past due in Q4 increased 45 basis points sequentially and 80 basis points to 2.64%. Um, they said that's not quite at pre-pandemic levels. It's getting there, but as with everybody else is expecting, they're expecting for it to get there um, at some point throughout 2023. Great, and we have more earnings this week too. Citizens, Ally Financial, Fifth Third, PNC, and Truist all report this week. So we will have coverage of that throughout the week, um, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So stay tuned for that. That about does it for today's episode. Thanks for joining us on the roadmap and be sure to follow us on LinkedIn. We will see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.